The One Space Love Show for the love of music, lifestyle, well-being and culture while caring for our planet. On this show, I will be chatting with musicians, artists and creative minds that are living life on purpose by doing what they love. So good to have you on the One Space Love Show again. How are you? Sure, I'm having a great day. Thanks, Steph. It's lovely to see you and nice to be back on your... Is this a show? Are we on a show? We're on a show. It's on many channels. We're on channels. a show. Great to be back <laughs> on your show and hanging out with you. It's a beautiful day here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and I'm happy to be catching up. Yeah, thank you. I want to share with the listeners that you were one of the very first episodes when I started this in my bedroom last year around March and so they can catch mm-hmm. that chat we shared um, very very different time when we caught up last time it was right on the brink of when we were experiencing a very own unknown wave that was coming over us all as a collective and um, mm-hmm. I remember I think we caught up just after that but you had already okay. brought yourself into isolation due to your own personal um, experiences and you were, you were sharing how, um, you know, reflecting on what, what that was like to you to then be in isolation again. So do you want to take us back to a little bit of sharing of where you are now in this moment, how you're feeling at the moment? Ah. Oh. I'm uh, feeling all sorts of feels at the moment. I'm first of all, I'm really grateful that I live in a country that has got so much freedom still that we can move around. So I'm feeling huge gratitude for that, not taking it for granted because I know a lot of our co-creators around the planet are locked up and having to wear masks and stuff. So a lot of gratitude, gratitude for um, the well-being of my family and gratitude for the fact that I can still do things I'm passionate about, like creating music and gathering people together for my haka workshops. I'm feeling good in the fact that I've done some, I've managed to really lock in some crucial practices in my life that have supported me. and been doing some good work there, shaking a lot of things out that don't serve me. And in saying that, still really aware that um, we're not through this and that there's an agenda being pushed through harder than ever and things are still quite concerning. So I'm I'm doing my best to stay aware without fear. That's my main mission. It has Mm -hmm. been for a long time, but I keep having waves of needing to step that up. So I'm right in there. Yeah, I want to move to that fear-love balance but before Mm. I go to that I remember one of the particular things you were working on we were talking about practices that were helping you stay in that in that grounded I mean you've always been a facilitator to help many how to be grounded but it's interesting because we have to also integrate that into our own practices um, while we hold space for others so what are some of the practices um, that you can share that you are carrying through now to really help while we're we're really being tested with a lot of um, polarities happening to unbalance us. Yeah. So I'll just talk through my three start of the day practices yep. that I do. So when I wake up, I just sit up in bed and it's I got a really lovely dark bedroom and then I, I meditate in bed and I only do for like 12 minutes. That's That's the window that I create for myself. And I like to do that first of all before I have things start to flood into my brain and make things a bit too busy in there. And then I lie down and then I do my Wim Hof breathing. I've got right into Wim Hof and I really believe that breath work is really crucial, but also that it can really support my system and help with all these different things. And what I've done is I've uh, I've combined three practices in my Wim Hof practice. So I'm, I'm aware that people don't have that much time for themselves. So I've 
I've got creative. And um, so, and this one also inspires me to do it. So I have this uh, self-pleasuring practice that I do. I'm starting to smile because self-pleasuring makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I keep blushing when I talk about self-pleasuring. They're two lovely words, but something about it, man, with my, my, my upbringing or something. Anyway, so I combine self-pleasure with my breathing exercises and my gratitude practices. I do all of those in, in one 15-minute burst. And that gets me into my body. It gets that breath pumping into me and it gets me into a state of gratitude. So that's it's probably my most important one. Sometimes I skip the meditation, but if I can feel good in my body, get the breath pumping through me and be in a state of gratitude before I start my day, then I'm winning. Mm. And then I go outside and I, I put my feet on the earth and I'm really grateful that I have earth outside my house and I'm not li living in a city with an apartment and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I do some exercises that I learned from someone online and I combine that with all sorts of things. I cut cords from anybody that might be trying to take something from me energetically. I, uh, I go through these different exercises and at the end of that, I hucker. And that's probably okay. something that's really supported me throughout this time because I've been pissed off over the last 12 months. Mm. And uh, and I've also had fear, and I've had anxiety, and I've had stress. And haka helps me release all of that out of my body really quickly. Mm. Haka is also a tool that I've used to build energy up if I'm tired and I need to get on stage or facilitate a meeting or something, and I will haka. And sometimes it's not appropriate to do a really loud one because I'm – backstage or I'm in a boardroom or something and people are about to come in so I can do a silent hug but I'm still getting this fire inside my belly so hug has been a real powerful tool and I've been teaching people to use that especially to get fear out but also to find their power and their strength and their sovereignty and their not being pushed around and it just gets you into this attitude of standing in your in your power and standing your ground and speaking loud very loud and that's probably that's helped me lots because over the last year or so i've had moments of whew, feeling stuff in my heart and oh yeah. man and i just go and put my feet on the ground and i hucka so those are some of my main practices that i have every morning before i start my day I love it. And and are you allowing yourself moments when you don't do that and then you recognise a real difference in that? Yeah, unfortunately there are days where yeah. later on in the day I'm feeling. That, I think as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I forgive myself for not doing it, but, um, yeah, later on in the day sometimes I'm feeling like shit and I'm like, oh, that's right, I haven't actually invested quality time into my practices today to settle mm. myself and sometimes it's just far out where am i okay shoes off on the let's go for a walk yeah and i think it's really important mentioning that because we're we're also having a human experience and when we mention these practices it's not that we're saying we get it right every day it's allowing yourself to really come into that tenderness and that forgiveness on the days that you do miss out but recognize how you operate from a different place and it, and it encourages you to want to do it more, you know, and to show up for yourself every morning. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do miss it when I don't do it mm. and it affects me. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Mm. So you've been fortunate enough to be able to still be part of some festivals and gather and connect, um, through your music and your sharing of your workshops. Tell us, um, shall we just go straight in now? Like how are you feeling? I mean, you've mentioned that you're feeling the fear come up. What gives you hope? I think that's what I want to ask. I think the thing that gives me hope is just trusting that as individuals we can make a difference in how we move forward. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot... You know, I do my best to 
encourage people to question what's going on. I do my best to encourage people to research what's going on. So I use my voice and my platforms to speak up and to share things because <clears throat> I have a bit of a following. But at the end of the day, what I'm getting is it's my vibration and my frequency that's really going to make a difference for me, first and foremost. My vibration needs to be high. My frequency needs to be high. And the things that I do and think and say affect my vibration level. And I really believe that I have no, wow, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where we're going as a planet. <coughs> But um, regardless of where we go, I want to be heading forward in the best form possible for my evolution and for my transitioning into whatever's coming. And that includes accepting that we might all get wiped out. <laughs> that might happen. And if that happens, if, if I die tomorrow, I want to die with my vibration high. If, I wanna, if I'm going to die, I want my vibration high. Maybe there's a song coming through there. I think that's really important that we shake off. I've been working to get rid of old wounds. I've been working to get rid of old patterns. I've definitely been working to get rid of guilt because I've learned that guilt is one of the lowest vibrations that we can work with, guilt and shame. Guilt and, and shame. Myself, oh, sorry, I was just about to say and shame that you said it. Yeah, yeah. guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. And they are—they deserve to be so low. They, they don't do us any favors, all the people around us. So I've been releasing stuff. It's like getting rid of baggage before I head off so I can be light. Mm. So I'm doing that for myself, and that affects my daily experience. But it also um, feels really important as we move forward to be cleansing and clearing and shaking off and lightening up. For myself, first and foremost. And there, I can be a brighter light for the people around me. I can still say, hey, uh, be careful about taking a experimental gene therapy. Uh, or I can say, question the people who are running our governments. I can still say these things, but without putting people into states of fear. I'm doing my best to not get people into fear. So I can still speak out and i can still stand up but i'm doing it from a place of love and not coming from fear so that i can lift the vibration of the people around me and even if i lived in a cave by myself i believe that if i was doing this work that it would still have a positive effect on the planet i i really believe that my frequency affects everybody's frequency so i'm doing nobody a a favor if I'm bumming out or sitting in fear. I'm actually making it harder for my my soul siblings around or on the other side of the planet or the universe. Who knows? <laughs> I, I resonate with everything that you're saying and I feel I've personally come to that space as well. It, it, I brought this up in one of the interviews I did um, recently that, you know, I really feel it's time and I think I, I actually learned this a lot from your workshops, that if we realise that we are our own tree in a forest and, you know, getting our roots grounded into the earth so that we can have that ripple, ripple of a positive effect, you know, often we, we're looking outwards and, and pointing the fingers outwards, but I think you're really being accountable for yourself and you're taking responsibility for yourself so that you can clear as much as you can to be you know that 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 force of light that you sing about in so many of your songs that come through you. Mm. Yeah. Where where do you think um, you know one of one of the lyrics "Sunshine," which is you know from and one of your older tracks, but but you came back in saying no matter where you come from um, or what you've been through, I don't remember the exact words, but we all come from the same we're all the same soul, we're the golden souls, is that right? All um, of our souls are made of gold. Yes, yeah. yeah, sorry. No matter where you come from, no matter <laughs> what you've been through. I knew it this morning, but then it, yeah, say it, you say it, say it for the listeners. <laughs> all right, hang on, I need to put myself back in here. <laughs> this song is to remind us no matter where we come from, no matter what we've been through, all of our souls are made of gold. Mm. 
where did such messages come through you? Because, you know, these songs you've written, what, decade ago? And it's, you know, they're not recent tracks that you've released. Mm. Where did you have this knowing that this awareness? Good question. I, um, I've never had a guru. I've never followed one mm. particular person. I've just picked up things along the way from books or listening to people, listening to musicians, listening to nature. Um, plant medicine journeys have been some good ways of getting downloads. And some things resonate and I will put them in my basket. And then maybe five, ten years later, I'll go, that doesn't resonate with me anymore, and I'll chuck them out. There's some lyrics to my songs that I don't sing anymore because they don't resonate with me anymore. Certain, just Uh. might be one word in a song is like, no, that's not my actual truth anymore. So I will change the way that I sing those songs. So they're not always permanent, these uh, beliefs or truths that I carry and share. And sometimes I feel a bit stink that I've been singing these songs and sharing them, and then I'm like, ooh, can I retract that and replace it? Oh no, it's too it's too late. You've got a CD that you've been playing for the last ten years, and is there an I, example I of what is there an example of one of the messages that you've rethought? Yeah, and one's not that not that old. Um, there's a song about this is a man, what it means to be a man, and this oh. is a man you can rely on, not too tough, back strong like a liar. This is a man with a gentle smile in his eyes. Protecting his pride, this is a man, this is a man in touch with himself, yeah. Leaning on nobody else, yeah. That's a that's a line that doesn't resonate with me anymore. Leaning on nobody else. It did at the time, but I think it's important that men do reach out and say, I need to lean on someone right now. So I've changed it to needing from nobody else. So we're not in a needy space. So that's just one subtle example of oh, that doesn't work for me anymore. I need to shift. Yeah. Can we go now to the masculine and the feminine energy? I mean, a lot of your workshops, you know, the haka is really masculine and strong, right? You know, and being you've got three three boys, is it? Three boys? Yeah, three yeah, sons. So three sons, and I have three sons. I, I feel like it's a really important message. What, what is the message you want to share to the men at the moment about this balance of the feminine and the masculine energy, but still being strong and still being, and how that reflects to Mother Earth. You know, I really think that it it has an effect and I'd love to know what you feel. Okay. Um, Well, probably 10 years ago, I was just getting into a phase of wanting to develop my masculine more. I was very feminine and very flowy and soft. And uh, that worked in a lot of ways, but I really needed to really strengthen my backbone and become more reliable and more trustable and more better with my direction and physically strengthen myself as well so that I could be a protector if I needed to be a protector. And then um, then I actually met a really strong Italian woman and she was really in her masculine and we sort of butted head because I was like, well, I'm wanting to be the man. She's like, I'm the fucking man. And we're like, ah. <laughs> that was great because then I really needed to lift my game and really show up for her to soften into a feminine. And I think that's one of the great things about uh doing our internal work is having people around us that can draw stuff out of us or reflect things and um the beauty of relationships Mm. yeah relationships are great places to do the work if you're conscious and up for not having your ego get in the way which i've not always been the best at um Look, for me, I think a good man is a man that is strong and soft. And I think a good woman is a woman that is strong and soft. I think I've met women who are in, I'm attracted to women that are in their power, but are able to surrender and to be soft and sweet. I'm not interested in a woman that's completely just soft and sweet and surrendering if she's not got that power 
that scares me a little bit. And uh, and I find that women, certain women are attracted to me because they see that strong, dependable, masculine side, but they can also see that I'm soft and caring and loving and looking out for them. And I think that's, that's the balance. Whether we're um, heterosexual or... Uh, no matter where we are in the gender scale, I think it's, it's really matter. important that yeah. we, we hold that balance. I think it's a balanced thing, eh? And I've not always been that balanced, and I'm, I'm working on my balance every day. And, yeah, it's been important for me to develop my masculine as a man and, to, and all those healthy masculine qualities so that I'm not coming from shadow. And reflecting mm. that, thank you for that, and, and reflecting that to what's what we're witnessing with our eyes whether it's a truth but witnessing um that's happening in the external world do you feel that it's it's a very much a masculine energy and i suppose if i needed to say whether it's a masculine or feminine i'd say it'd be more masculine because women want to nurture women want to care and women want to look after and um Women would not, I don't think it's inherently in a feminine woman to do and push the things that have been done and pushed against us. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of our leaders are women. And over here in Aotearoa, I used to be really grateful and proud of the fact that we had this young woman who was leading the way, but she's, she's turned out to be quite disappointing for me and many others and the fact that She's just pushing the same agenda that the rest of the globe is pushing and she's just got a brighter smile and has been more convincing than maybe your particular prime minister who I don't know who he could be convincing right now. It's really <laughs> anyway, interesting, isn't I don't it? Want to get too political. Yeah. Well, you can get a little bit political. <laughs> cool. I mean it's All right. been yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, let's step it up a level. It's been interesting. Um seeing how brave you've been speaking out your truth. But, again, you know, what's been admirable is that you are not forcing an opinion on anyone. Um, you're just sharing sharing your truth and, and what resonates with you, you know. Um, do you want to go a little bit deeper into that? Yeah, I'm glad you can see it like that. I've, I've been receiving messages, especially I got one yesterday saying something like, um, I've always admired you as an artist and your beautiful vibration and your songs and your messages, but I was at a lovely festival this summer and you came across as an angry person who was wanted us to not like people and uh, you're angry and you're forcing us to tell us what to think and believe and all this sort of stuff. So uh, I am triggering some people. I get that, and I'm, and I'm aware that cognitive dissonance is a thing, and if we're programmed long and strong enough that anything against that program is going to annoy people and upset them. So I have been annoying and upsetting people with me questioning and me showing different views, and I've lost a lot of friends, and I've had family members very disappointed in me, and I've lost a lot of fans. I've lost a lot of work. Um I'm due to do a house concert next week and the woman that was hosting it is worried that her flatmates her flatmates are concerned that I'm going to start preaching to them and and be dangerous. They think that I'm dangerous by questioning. And I, I appreciate that they think that this virus is going to kill everybody and if I'm saying something against anything that they've been told on the media that I'm dangerous. So I'm doing my best to find a balance and be creative and find ways to share for people that are open-minded but just don't know. That's probably what I'm up to is there's certain people that are closed-minded and don't want to know. There's nothing I can do there really. But there's some people that care about their bodies and care about their freedoms but have been watching TV for so long that they believe what the media tells them. So I'm doing my best to get creative and peaceful to send messages to those people and also to encourage people that are so open-minded they've done research and they can see through the veil and the lies and just encourage them to stay strong and to stay peaceful. But I did just about tell someone to fuck off yesterday. 
And there was an interesting point to get to. Because there was another person saying, they were like, well, you deserve to have your microphone taken away from you and you deserve to have stuff taken away from you if you're going to keep telling your lies or something. And I was like, okay. Give us context where you were, Matthew. Oh, Sorry, it was yeah. online. I, I I've done a video online saying, uh, talking about cancel culture. Okay. And how that's affecting me and many others. And I was saying, um, I was just letting them know, man, it's really affecting me. It's affecting my income, which is affecting my ability to provide for my family and things like that. And this woman came on and she was having a go at me and saying, okay. I deserve to have my voice taken away. And you take my voice oh. away. Then you're taking away my, not just my ex- self-expression, but you're taking away my my income, which takes away my prov- my providing for my family. And I was like, okay, yeah, uh, I, I breathed through. And then I came back and I did my best to listen and I acknowledged her. And I was really close at the end of saying, now, now that I've cleared that up, get the fuck out of my face. I really wanted to, because the warrior in me was just like sick of these people thinking that they can um, come come at me like that. But I chose not to, but uh, oh. it was really close. And I thought maybe I'm getting to that point where I'm, I've run out of fucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm so, still you, so you, didn't, you didn't tell it to F off. You were instead, or fuck off, um, you instead were able to, to feel that, is that what you're saying, and then dissipate it? Yeah. Yeah, I chose not to. <laughs> Because <laughs> I am aware that a lot of people are looking at how I'm reacting and how I'm responding to stuff, and I want to be a positive example of how to respond mm. and how to react to people, whether mm. it's face to face or whether it's online. And I suppose online you get an extra moment to breathe before you something comes out of your mouth. And so I gave them hugs. You know, usually I give them a little love heart if it's on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Even if I'm disagreeing with them. And sometimes if I'm really disagreeing with them, I give them the, the caring hug one because it's like, oh, God, you need a hug because you're and that's about the best I can do. Yeah, so I haven't reached that point yet. I really appreciate you sharing that because it is it is coming to that point now that the more people speak up in their own, I guess, like, you know, I've been on this road with with conscious musicians you know or artists or creative souls for more than a decade now holding space and I'm saying that because it's important to say that what I loved about the music was they are singing about freedom of of you know choices of humanity freedom of health freedom of humanity um freedom of voice and and now it's like people are starting to back down from actually what what they were standing up for. Um, the more we get into the fire, almost, isn't it? Yeah. I'm trying to say it very sensitively. Um, right. And and also that coming back to let's come back to the love and the fear. You know that common phrase is thrown around in that again that conscious community of be the love, not the fear. And we're really being tested now to to be the love for each other in our diversity, in in our different opinions, and what each of us are seeing through our own lenses. To to be respectful for each other, but it, you know, when I hear stories like that, it really disheartens. It really, I have so much empathy for you that you are just literally speaking your truth. Yeah. And it's it's always been me, you know. I've been playing music for 20 years and I've always said question authority. I've always said stand up for your rights and people sung along and then fucking something, something switches and all of a sudden people are like, I saw this great meme and it was like in the 80s, everyone on the left was saying, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Now they're saying, fuck you, do what they tell you. They've just switched. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Have a hug. Smile and wave. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I just acknowledge where they're at on their journey and they're doing their thing and I'm doing my thing. And 
and I am them. That's another thing that helps me is uh, I am I am one with the people that annoy me. That helps me not get so annoyed with them. Helps me to feel really agitated. But it's coming back to like what tools help us have compassion for these people that are or any soul that comes at us with aggression and anger and frustration so that we don't take that on. And and I love, you know, going back to full circle to the beginning of our chat to to those tools that you share, they're really important. And whatever tool resonates with each of you listening to this to this talk. Um, for me, it's I mean a big one is nature. Mm. How important is nature? <laughs> Mm. Yeah, especially in autumn, eh? like I went for a walk on the land with my son yesterday and just going, wow, just allowing ourselves to go, wow, look at that red of those leaves, wow, and that really soothed me a lot. So, yeah, you're onto it, nature, especially with the, with the feet on the ground and letting nature bite you every now and then, so not always dressing overly warm, so feeling the cold I think yes. is really important, getting in that cold water getting a good hot sun on your body, feeling the wind blow shit away from you. Yeah, you're onto Getting it. the rain I just on wanna, your skin. Mm. Yes, I just want to speak to um, smiling and sending good vibes out. I don't just do that to people in a moment of how do I respond to their anger. Um, it's really important for me to smile and wave to strangers, yes. even like driving past them and our country road and I'd say 90% don't do it back because they're not used to it. Mm -hmm. But, and then learning to not take it personally and not go through a story that they're dry or they're cold or judgment again, that external judgment. Yeah. 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 So smiling and waving, especially because if I'm going through stress right now, and it's probably most people I'm walking past on the street have got some stories going on. So the least I can do, if I want to contribute to the well-being of our planet is to smile and say, kia ora, especially to women, because, you know, I'm aware that, especially in a park, some uh, a lot of our women are not feeling that safe. And so if I can smile and reassure them that there's a gentle smile and mm. that I'm not there to take anything from them. So smiling and waving is one of my, one of my go-tos to reach mm. out to humanity. One of my... Uh, yeah, driving to school every day because we don't live near, we're not in walking distance anymore. The kids have taken over my sound system in my car and they have this playlist that they play every morning. <laughs> and um, we dance, you know, and at the moment we've noticed like we really pay attention to the attention we, you know, drawing that joy out to the people mm. watching us as we're going down the busy street in um in the city of Sydney, and one day there was these workers up on a roof and the kids and I were dancing and they actually stopped what they were doing and they danced back with us and I just felt that joy come over the kids and I that we actually made a difference in someone's day by that vibration. That's beautiful. Mm. Can I sing a quick song? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to sing a quick song. Yeah, because I, I was actually going to say, on that topic, I think music yeah. is is what, I mean, you get ready. I think music is what raises our vibration and connects us to souls to remember that we are all connected. And that's why I love, you know, working with music and sharing the power of music. So please, yeah. what are you sharing today? Yeah, I'm going to share a song called uh, You Could Be The One. And it's about walking down the street and sharing that smile and trusting that it could be just what that other being needs in that moment. And that's lovely that you were sharing your dance. So, yeah, music, it's its so magical in so many ways. And I was just reading something today about all the physical benefits of singing and all yeah. the chemicals that it creates. And dancing. <laughs> And dancing for sure. I actually mm. heard that for releasing anger and stress out of the body, dancing is one of the best things you can do. A lot of people talk about punching pillows or smashing things or chopping wood, but dancing is actually proven to be even more effective than that.
As I feel the warm breeze of a new day on my face, gently whispering to me, my love could bring change to this place. Remembering the ways, the ancient rules of this game, we may go without the praise, but it lifts the Bible the same. I know how good it feels to me when a stranger takes the time to hear, see, or feel egos dropping aside. Somewhere there's a girl, she is shy on the outside. Trouble fits in, in this world, eclipse moon on the inside. Her heart's still burning for a sign. She's too afraid to cry. She's not giving much away. She could be anyone you never know. With the eyes upon the ground, we were holding back the tide. Like a stone thrown in the ocean, compassion goes on and on and round and round. Yeah, you could be the one. You could be the one. Yeah, you could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. You could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. You could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. You could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. When she sees a smile in your eyes, you're on this soul connection, and all the people walking by, even though your friendly face she's never seen before, it still ignites a flame. Her fire begins to grow, and as you smile and pass her by, moving on with your day. But the difference that you made, that girl will never be the same. You have to find the faith in humankind. You gave her strength to carry on. And one day we might need similar help for you and me. Yeah, a single drop of this music, a grain of sand upon the shore. Said we all got the power to use it. Yeah, you never know, you never know. With the eyes upon the ground, we were holding back the tide. Like a stone thrown in the ocean, compassion goes on and on, around and round. Yeah, you could be the one. You could be the one, yeah. You could be the one, yeah. Make you wanna shine your light every day. You could be the one, make you wanna shine your light every day. You could be the one, make you wanna shine your light every day. You could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. Make you want to shine your light every day. You could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. You could be the one. Make you want to shine your light every day. Oh, make you want to shine. Make you want to take your eyes off the ground and take a look around, yeah. Oh, you never know, you never know. There's so much love to be found, yeah, yeah, yeah.
a beautiful um, synchronicity uh, that that song was what you were sharing after what we just shared. I love the magic. I've I've learned I learned a while ago that the songs I write are songs that I need to hear. Like when I sing uh, that song there, that reminds me when I walk down the street to lift my eyes off the ground and look someone in the eye and smile. Or the song, I will be the love, reminds me when that person pisses me off that I need to come from love, how I respond to them. Or rising up or standing up. or So these songs are messages to myself and the fact that I get to sing them regularly means I get to hear them regularly, usually when I just need to hear them. So yeah, it's big medicine. But in saying that, sometimes my mood's down and I will just grab my guitar and jam and it brings me peace. So uh, I suppose I'd like to share everybody out there, whether you're a musician or not, you can play music on a, on a stereo or something, listen, or whatever your craft is, it might be painting, it might be knitting, it might be gardening, whatever, cooking, yeah, whatever brings you joy, especially if it's a joy that you can share with others. I think that's where it gets really magical. Sometimes I'm sharing, I'm jamming music and I'm having a really great experience and I was like, oh, I wish I could share this. And then thanks to these computers and phones, I can actually push a button and all of a sudden people in Switzerland are listening to me. So I think that's the magic. Do things that creatively inspire you and especially if you can share it and for knitting, there might be, I'm going to make this for my grandson when he comes along. Oh, this is bringing me so much joy. It's for music, me, it's music and yeah. the power of music and the songs that come through you. What else brings you joy other than music, that, that same type of joy? Is there another passion that you have, gardening or cooking um, or, or knitting <laughs> that you want to share? Not quite us? knitting. I'm getting into gardening because that <laughs> is going to bring food. That's it's going I to bring thought, my sovereignty yeah. with my food and I get my hands mm. in the earth and my feet and I'm around nature. So that's been really yeah. inspiring. I've only done it since lockdown kicked in. I was like, oh, geez, I don't want to rely on supermarkets anymore. Um, and how's it going, the veggie garden? Oh, it was a bit rough because over summer I was touring and I couldn't look after them properly, but I'm just starting, starting again. I need to amp it up. I'm... I'm going to go and gather lots of dead leaves today and start building some more compost. I'm all about building soil. Got to build soil because I've got lots of layer, land. Layer upon layer. Layer upon layer, mm. yeah. Get that <laughs> compost to bring new life. Oh, and last time we spoke, you were craving ice ah. cream. Has it? Have you got the ice cream? <laughs> I have had ice cream since we spoke, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've got any in the house at the moment. Oh, look, I go through waves. But you were satisfied. You got your ice yes. cream. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm craving it less. I don't crave it as much as I used to because I'm, I'm aware of the, the power of sugar. Did you change your diet, um, your lifestyle with food as well, as far as dairy and, and- – has- Oh, look, I wanted to. Yeah. I had intention, and then I moved into this valley where they keep putting all the free meat in the freezer, and I've never had that sort of experience. So I'm still it's all right. Sorry, animals, I'm still consuming. No, get it's freedom of choice, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. but I, I'm feeling I'm feeling shifts. I just haven't done anything about it really. I love my dairy. Oh yeah, and I just want to say, and backing that up. <laughs> The things that I'm sharing that are really positive to do, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up right at the beginning. I'm no master in my practices. I'm no master in the things that I tell people to do or I tell myself to do. I'm totally a work in progress and I've got lots more work to do. So I don't claim to be perfect at all. And I love that because I think that it's that you openly say, you know, there's no guru that I follow. Um, I do believe if I'm correct, you are very much connected to your ancestors and you do bring that, would you say that that helps you to to have the guidance to, but again, it's, you know, it's coming through you. Did you want to mention that, your ancestors? Yeah, yeah. for the Māori people yeah. that 
our connection with ancestors is really important because, um, well, first of all, we have a huge gratitude for the fact that they were so, um, that they handed down what they handed yep. down genetically and the wisdom. So I'm, we're full of gratitude. And also that reminds us, fuck, they put up with some serious adver- um, trouble in their lives and issues and colonization and things like that so if they can handle that and give me a chance to be born then i'm going to show up the best that i can and also believing that i'm at the apex which i am of all of my ancestors so i got to show up because i've had some mighty ancestors we all have and i need to represent so that's a good reminder to know that they're there and i've got offspring as well that i need to create the best world possible for including a little grandchild I now. Know. So cute. <laughs> and it is about having that responsibility, um, feeling all that has come behind us to bring us to this moment right now and what are we going to choose to do moving forward for the generations to come. I think it's important yeah. that you say that. And also how do we want to be remembered I know there's a bit of ego involved in that. This is not about me wanting to leave a legacy, but I I really like the idea of my grandchild or my great-great-great-great-grandchild saying, wow, looking back at history, when shit went down, my great-great-grandfather spoke up Mm. and he stood up for us. He didn't just go along with the plan and he wasn't too scared to speak out in case he lost his job or some friends. Friends. So... um. You know, I'm I'm making a stand for for that as well. I'm making sure it's not coming from an ego place where they make statues of me <laughs> or anything like that. No. They can write songs about me. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh, they can sing my songs. That'd be cool too. Let's breathe that in. Hmm. I think that um, it's a real uh, a real reminder, and I think you know what I'm getting from you is. How do you as an individual want to show up and what what is the ripple of effect that you want to have with every soul that you walk past, whatever place they're standing in at the moment? But, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you want your vibration to affect them? And I think that you are, you are doing all that you can to remove anything that's diminishing your, your light. And that's what I feel mm. we are here to do. You know, it's you. Is it you describe it as you know? You come in with a bowl, and it's full of light, and then um, that bowl can get full filled with stones that weigh that, you know, weigh that light down and cover that light. And it's about now removing those stones so that you can shine as bright as you can in your light. Do you believe that? Yeah, I do. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful way of looking at it, and um. Yeah, it's it's totally not a solo journey, but that's where it starts. It's I have to take full responsibility for my own vibration, my own joy, my own needs being met. Mm. And I'm doing my best to do that so that I've got enough in my tank to have for the people around me that are a bit depleted or because mm. I just gotta acknowledge when somebody's acting out, if they're projecting, then this they got shit going on and I can react to that and meet them in that yuck, yucky place or I can hold a bit of space and send some love back in the face of that. Mm. And that's who I'd like to be. But I'm still figuring out how to deal with these people who are taking me because part of me is a warrior. Part of me just wants to say, just fuck off. <laughs> so I just got to find some peace around how to deal with that. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to share with anyone to wrap it up today? Yeah, I would just like to um, invite people into the world of haka. And if you want to learn a short haka that actually addresses masculine and feminine lifting each other up and coming together and unifying Mm. and finding your power, then I invite you to my website, which is rainbowwarrior.nz. And I have a culture course on there. And you can download you can get access to a full tutorial of that haka and the haka kamate that the All Blacks do. And there's all sorts of other treasures on there. But if you want to learn haka and you want to learn it well and use that as a tool, 
I think it's a really potent time to have that as a tool, then go to my, my website. I just like to call people into that action. Beautiful. And I think that's, again, a beautiful follow-on for what we're saying because a hucker is a great way to dissipate that energy and to ground it back into Mother Earth. And, you know, I personally held your workshop at our space when we had it in Bondi and in bigger venues as well we held, held it and it's powerful, yeah. Mm. It's great for children yeah. and adults. So oh, yeah. get them off their gaming Kill and that. get them doing the hucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I just want to send love to whoever's listening to this and checking it out. And thanks for supporting Steph and her and her platform of uh, wisdom that she shares. And it's really lovely that you've tuned in to listen to what we've talked about today. And I send you all lots of love and lots of peace. And hopefully you got some something out of our talk today. Yeah. I really enjoyed catching up with you, sister. Thank you so much for being on the One Space Love Show. <laughs> One Space Love Show. There it is. Mm. Kia ora. I'm Machu Tehuki, and you're listening to One Space Love. You've been listening to One Space Love podcast, and I'm Steph Pappas. Thank you for listening. You can head over to onespace.love to learn more about what it is One Space is, and over on the website, all of the previous podcasts are available. You can watch the chats on video on our YouTube channel, One Space Love. You can also see the music that's featured and see how to connect with the radio shows that I'm on, Radio Byron and Bondi Beach Radio that I feature weekly where I share these chats as well as music. I hope these shows inspire you to create more space in your life for doing what you love.